0: In this episode, we discuss Hansel and Gretel witch hunters, because the Brothers Grimm was such a success. everyone and welcome to the flop house i'm dan mccoy
1: hey everyone welcome to the flop house i'm Stuart wellington (laughs) hey everybody greetings and welcome to the flop house i thought you were gonna say please take (laughs) off your
2: shoes yeah greedo welcome to the flop house this unit is elliot (laughs) kalen
0: no
1: blasters etc
0: (laughs) yeah it's totally etc yes anded me you mirrored my energy and you took it to another place. That's because,
2: Dan, you and I are two sides of the same coin. What? I'm your shadowy twin. your no. double.
0: No. Wait, you're the shadowy twin? Kent, <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: he's uh, the Clark Kent like, to your
0: Superman. Of the two of us, I mean, like I think we're both pretty decent guys, but I feel like you are a shade decenter than <laughs> I me. I don't know about that. I think I'm less decent. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I mean, you aren't wearing anything, so you are very indecent <laughs> right now. Yep.
2: it's an, I'm going to make an indecent
1: proposal. <laughs> okay, what is it? that? It's a movie.
2: Um... All i right. don't know <laughs> Come maybe on. something like with like uh we could like go eat at a diner and then leave without
0: paying the check <laughs> that is very indecent. <laughs> a decent person would not do that no they oh, would not man. even propose that dan's
1: loving this so what do we do here
0: <laughs> what is this that we're listening to <laughs> this is a podcast <laughs> So that's number one Okay, on the list. Okay, so it's, it's like a podcast. radio show on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, you downloaded it. It's like a movie in your mind. <laughs> you downloaded it.
1: Probably made a mistake, accidentally downloaded it.
0: iPhone, your iPod, your Zoom. You made the mistake of listening to Zoom. Parade
1: Magazine <laughs> and downloaded these three cackling morons. <laughs>
0: So there's that.
1: Probably loaded up your pod, sat down
0: on the beach. Your pod? Oh, iPod, yeah. Yeah. So once we've established this is a podcast... And what do we do on this podcast? Secondarily, what we do on this podcast... Daniel McKay. Is what? No, wrong Is that we watch a movie, and then we talk about it.
1: But we don't do the movie part on the
0: podcast. We already did that. we watched it. We watched it already. A bad movie. A bad movie, usually. And what did we watch? Tonight, we watched a little movie called Hansel and Gretel, colon... Witch hunters. Wait, they
2: hunt colon witches? (laughs) Like a witch that lives in your colon?
1: (laughs) go before, to your doctor before yourself d-
0: check for colon witches. hey guys before we
1: get into the movie i have Only some, you can uh, check yourself for previous colon business okay <laughs> wait
0: i'd like to start to be on
1: is not on the agenda yeah. <laughs> the previous, we already finished already, old business we're into new business now i'd like to set some house rules if you will mm-hmm. <laughs> okay after watching uh, marmaduke or Marmapuke, <laughs> as i call it or marmableck depending on if mad <laughs> magazine will give me money for yeah. it uh, or Marmite Duke, depending on whether it's Australia. I would like to say that unless we watch another movie about giant dogs, no one's allowed to say, Doghouse, who let the dogs <laughs> out, or blank, blank, to the dogs. All right.
0: I mean, I don't know that we needed to what establish if, those uh, What if ground the dogs do
2: something great... And I want to toast them. I can't lift up my champagne flute and say to the dogs. I,
1: I guess that's okay, but I'd, you can't do that on the air or in the house. It'd have to be in someone else's house. The dog house. <laughs> house. Wait, wait, no. <laughs> Sounds like dogs no, that's, are really that's, in the dog house. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Stewart's really
0: going to the dogs.
1: See,
0: wh- no, wait. <laughs> well, boof, this, is, boof. this is all falling to pieces oh Stuart's <laughs> quite barking mad. He's barking up the wrong Wait, I
1: tree. Didn't, uh, I didn't even say you couldn't say those <laughs> things. So those are my humble requests. We'll just put that down in the house right. rules agreement. The dog house rules? Have, no. <laughs> oh, the cider house rules. Uh, yeah. Do the you guys have any rules? Brown. Anything
2: uh, going on? Well, I mean, no shirt, no shoes, twice? no service. I would love to make a rule that we start
1: talking about the fucking movie we watched tonight. <laughs> okay, let's note that. Dan, put that in the notes. All right. So we're we gonna. Is, can I get a second on that rule? Nope. we uh, well, we'll get to that. I,
2: motion to. I would like to submit a motion that we start talking about the movie. What motion movie carried. Motion carried. Great. So we watched a movie. Dan, what was the title? <sighs> I said it already. It's
0: Hansel and Gretel: Colin, Witch Hunters. Only. I keep wanting to say I like Ghost
2: Hunters. <laughs> ghost Hunters would be great. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it, um, it takes it takes a classic story you and of I Hansel very and Very briefly, were Ghost Hunters.
0: Yeah, it's true. Look it up. Look it up Google on YouTube. It.
2: Ghost Hunters. Anyway, Hansel and Gretel colon Ghost Hunters 3D, but we didn't watch it
0: in 3D. No.
1: Did Uh, we watch the extreme version? I'm not sure. Reading about the. There are two different versions of this movie. I did not see
0: any Mountain Dew. I did not see any uh, skateboards or snowboards.
2: Skateboarding is not extreme, Dan. (laughs) That's just treem at best. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Snowboarding is extreme.
0: What about rocket skateboarding?
2: Yeah, sure. (laughs) All right. Like Rocket Racer would have? (laughs) Yeah. We didn't see any of. Extreme, also known as Adam X, uh, the third Summers brother. It's an X Men reference.
0: There was no uh, Vin Diesel as Triple X, the most extreme secret agent there is. Or
1: uh, wasn't wasn't Ice Cube one of the Triple Xs? Oh yeah, yeah, he was the he second was state Triple of X. the union.
0: Uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was state of the union, wasn't he? Anyway, witch hunters, let's talk about it, shall we? So, so it t- takes the popular story of Hans and Gretel and turns it on its ear, makes it an action
2: farce. It's part of this current trend of. Fairy tale movies that have been, you know, darkened up, had such a as... twist put on them. Such as you no, know, your Snow White and the Huntsman's, okay. your Jack and the Giant whatever's, your uh you know, Berenstein Three Bears and the Goldilocks <laughs> sure. Killers, Country Bears movie, your uh Country Bears Jim your uh, you know, Little Red Riding Slayer, your uh well Red R- Red Riding Hood, what? whatever the one was we watched was. Remember the Little Red Riding Hood we oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. the metal elephant that Gary Oldman put people in and they yeah. got steamed to death? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Gary Oldman's best ever line reading where a guy asked if he could touch his sword and he went, no, <laughs> as he looked away. So this is an, in that run of fairy, public domain characters that they already have a name value that audiences recognize, but the studio doesn't have to pay anybody for the rights because who's going to sue them? The Grimm brothers? Come on. They yeah, died those, like 800,000 totally years ago.
1: They were killed <clears throat> by witches or something unless you want to make a movie where the brothers Grimm were like mummies and <laughs> were they killing mummies? people who are using their intellectual property why would they be mummies I don't, why not dude are there a lot of other mummy movies out there yeah you' gonna three. Come kill me
2: there's the mummy there's the mummy 3d and there's the mummy 5d through the portal of time <laughs> anyway Hansel and Gretel ghost witch hunters. Rated R. There's Mummy Darius. It was rated R, right? I think this version was. They said "fuck" multiple times, so was I assume a nude scene. Come on, and there was a lot of blood. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah yeah. but there's two versions of this movie there's the regular version and the extreme version and i'm not sure which one we watched because it was pretty gory Mm -hmm. but there was a scene described in the extreme version in the wikipedia entry that i don't remember from it so let's talk about the scenes that were in it shall we (laughs) let's talk about the plot we begin our movie in media res as young hansel and gretel are being led into the woods by their papa to be abandoned why origin story? We don't know. But they come upon a house made out of candy. They start eating it. Of the course. door opens. They go inside. Uh oh! There's a witch in there. Mm-hmm. The witch captures them. Is forcing Hansel to eat candy? I guess to fatten him up. Even though you really want to feed the kids like grass, something organic.
0: Look, I'm. Not, I just free of st- antibiotics. I want to take a moment and say like i are not going that
1: much mass from just candy.
0: I'm not saying that if I came across a house made of candy, I wouldn't eat a little bit of it. At the same time, that house is just like out in the woods. Like you gotta, you gotta expect like twigs and shit are stuck to that candy house. Oh, it must smell terrible. Yeah, it's like, like bird sign. shit is all over that. It's like house. when you
1: see a guy jogging around the streets of New York with his shirt off. Like
0: you don't want to touch that guy. He's all sweaty. Yeah. It might be put that in your mouth. Like this story might as well <laughs> I have understand. started with like Hansel and Gretel seeing a <laughs> lollipop in the gutter and picking it up and eating. Well
2: it. to be fair, they were two children who had been abandoned and were very hungry. So they may yeah. have eaten a lollipop out of the gutter. True. I yeah, guess, they Dan, cut but, that scene, What you're saying is you've never truly known hunger. Mm-hmm. Your privileged have been. first world <laughs> existence. Yes. You've never been abandoned by your parents in the woods, only to find a candy witch house. Mm-hmm. Anyway...
0: Fairytale people problems is what you're trying to
2: say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, long story short, they manage to escape, and they kill the witch by shoving her in the fire. It's the Hansel and Gretel Spoiler. story we yeah. all know and love. Now, year, years later, as the movie Chiron tells us, many years later... They are professional witch After hunters. After a lengthy credit There's sequence. There's a lengthy credit sequence. It's all animated, in which we see headlines from, I guess, like a 16th century newspaper yeah. that is announcing the various career escapades of Hansel and Gretel, the famous witch hunter. That's to tell
1: us, the viewer, that the movie doesn't take itself mm-hmm. too seriously. It's got its tongue planted firmly in cheek. So far in its cheek <laughs> that it actually went around to the other cheek, yeah.
2: and the tongue tied itself up in knots, and then it was like, whoa, whoa, yeah, it's whoa, like, whoa, like a self
0: fridge kiss. Yeah, exactly,
2: a self-French kiss, (laughs) otherwise known as Dan's whole middle school years. Boom! Anyway.
1: (laughs) Q high-five sound effect.
2: And play it, and Dan just edit in the high-five sound effect later. Uh so but I, mean, I kind of you I did, guys are
0: right across the table from each other we're know. lazy
2: there was something about this headline montage that i liked at first because it's such a goofy idea and this movie is full of goofy ideas this is you a wanted much it to sillier be more like johnny
1: dangerously or something though right <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> i didn't want it that goofy well, wait the, a minute i wanted to because i didn't want to see like a parody i wanted to see like a silly action movie. Did we get it? Well, we'll find out. Fifteen <laughs> years later, Hansel and Gretel are famous witch hunters, and they go to a town where they're, they interrupt the sheriff, played by Peter Stormare. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Always ha- great. Peter Stormare at his loudest and somehow laziest and, at the same time. And mustachio. <laughs> and mustachio. There's something about his performance in this where he, he uses probably three times as much energy as he used in Fargo and delivers one-tenth the performance. Yeah. But, uh... Anyway, he's the only guy I know who has to use more energy to phone in something. But uh, they're in the middle of trying to execute Mina, a young woman accused of witchcraft. But the siblings interrupt... Played by
1: Misty Monday. No, no. played no. by, I think, a Norwegian actress. No, that's too bad.
2: Uh, you wanted it to be Misty Monday. Yeah, I blurred. I just kind of squinted a little bit. And, and like Misty Monday, spoiler alert, you see her butt later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, yeah, i'm the IMDb page for Misty Monday, when it says best known for her, it just says her butt underneath. <laughs>
2: yes, I, I mean, I haven't checked, but I would believe that.
1: <laughs> uh, I think Dan's the reigning
0: sexpert on Misty Monday out of the Aaron episode. Brown? Real name Aaron Brown? Sure. <laughs> uh, that's, I don't want to know that you know that. <laughs> Legitimate uh, roles in Lucky McKee's Sick Girl episode of Masters of Horror? Okay, I'm sorry I brought this up. Okay, anyway,
2: (laughs) so they stop the sheriff from killing this woman that he says is a witch, but they say she doesn't Mm -hmm. show the signs of being a witch. She's not rotted on the inside and all evil-looking and everything. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. The witches in this movie, they're basically just vampires with a little bit of modern zombie thrown in, like – they got yeah, monster. They got monster faces. They move really fast. They know kung got fu. Red eyes. They run on all fours. They got red. Well, except the like a monster face like
1: David Boreanaz and Angel.
2: Uh, I guess like a monster face like the cat my, people and Sleepwalkers. Okay,
0: one of the ladies has hedgehog hair, which makes her kind of look like Pinhead.
2: A little bit. Yeah, she also kind of looks like polystyrene from the X-ray specs. Yeah. But uh, they, the witch. When we say witches, it's a thing that you are born to be. Like you're genetically a witch, I guess, which is not really my understanding of
1: witches. But what are you gonna do? Yeah, they I mean, basically it's, it's whatever witch mythos they want. And this
2: is something that has frustrated me that I was complaining to Stuart about is that all these monsters, zombies, witches, vampires, werewolves—they used to have different things like strengths, weaknesses, profile, yeah. flavor profiles, if you sure. will. But they've all just kind of been mishmashed into one basic monster that they just call
0: whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, somewhere along the line, someone decided that the scariest thing a monster could be is, like, feral. And yeah. so, like, they, they all just, like, Super turn into, like, or crazy, they, like, whirling they, dervishes of killing.
2: Yeah. Which is scary, but it's, like... But it's one type of scary. It's a very one-note scary. But anyway, we're barely into the movie. Uh, Hansel and Gretel are there. They save the woman from being killed. The sheriff doesn't like it. But Gretel... Uh, headbutts him in the nose and breaks his nose, which means that Peter Stormare, for most of the rest of the movie, wears this bizarre... Like a
0: leather nose patch. It's like a leather
2: (laughs) nose sling patch with a band that goes around his head, and it looks almost like he has a sleep, like those sleep blindfolds people wear on planes but for his nose. Like, I'll just let my nose rest.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't want my nose to be disturbed by all the sunlight. Someone involved in the production saw Chinatown and was like, give me a steampunk version of that. Yeah, Exactly.
2: Uh they've been the sheriff is mayor has hired them for this town because there's a lot of children that have gone missing. They're going to investigate and there's also a plucky young guy who's a huge Hansel and Gretel fan mm-hmm. who has a scrapbook of all their escapades and is tagging along kind of you know kind of irritating them
1: a little That'd bit. That'd be the Elliot character of the movie, mm-hmm. right? Oh, for sure. I would be Gretel of course because I'm <laughs> Yeah, she's pretty just much a hard, badass. you're the babe, yeah. <laughs> and Dan would be I guess
2: the troll who comes up later. <laughs> Or maybe one of the kidnapped children. So
3: close to being
1: Jeremy Renner,
2: <laughs> you'll never be Jeremy Renner, but you may be you like you can
1: be Michael Rooker, aka the troll.
2: <laughs> Do you want to be Jeremy Renner in this? Because it turns out after yes. eating all that candy as a kid, he has diabetes <laughs> and he has to take insulin shots every yeah, day. Hold on, wait, so, are you just
1: making a joke? Because no, no, that no. sounds ridiculous. No, because let's no. let's establish
2: another thing about this movie. It is a steampunk film, mm-hmm. and here this movie. Okay, you love that shit, dude. I don't. Let's just say one thing. <laughs> If this movie had come out 10 years ago, 15 years ago, yeah. I would have, I think, really liked it a lot. Let's spoiler alert because it's a goofy, silly movie. And it's got, like, monsters and steampunk and whatever. Yeah, it's got crazy, it's got monsters and plus crazy anachronisms. They have all these, like, very modern-looking guns that have a bunch of cogs and gears and shit on them because mm-hmm. it's steampunk. He has a steampunk wristwatch. Yeah. There's a steampunk
0: and, record player later on. And Jeremy Renner has the sugar disease. The sugar disease, Where he has it. to, like, inject himself with medicine. Apparently they had <laughs> insulin back in Hansel I and Gretel I want to believe times. that they,
2: like, ground up a root or something <laughs> like that and made a mixture out of it. There's my, no uncle way they lost,
0: my
1: uncle lost his legs for the sugar disease. So no, uh, I don't sad. find that very funny, guys
0: <laughs> Sorry, well, He just I mean, he just really liked the song Sugar, do-do-do-do-do-do Honey-hundy Honey-hundy seen a like, $100 bill <laughs> Make fun of him Make fun of him for saying that weird Candy Girl is the song Wait, what? He was so into listening to Candy Girl. By walked, the Archies. Yeah, walking down the street that he didn't d- notice yeah, that he yeah, walked yeah. out into traffic.
2: <laughs> yeah, he yeah. D-
1: danced his little toes off. Anyway, but here's the thing. <laughs> Toesies.
2: If this movie, if this had been a new idea, I would have said, what a cool movie. But this movie is coming at the end of this long run of, like, everything's an
0: action movie now. Yeah, we Everyone reviewed does steampunk them, stuff. fucking Abraham Lincoln Vampire yeah, Hunter. Yeah,
2: basically. And, like, if Abraham Lincoln John Vampire Hanks. Hunter had come out... Ten years ago, fifteen years ago. Oh what a cool idea. But now everything's mash em ups and anachronisms and steampunk and what
0: have you. Ah, these kids with the cogs and everything. Mm-hmm. Putting
2: the goggles on the hats and all that. Uh so now the
0: like the fucking most like I feel like cutting edge thing you could do would be a totally realistic action movie where like everything has human consequences. Without any irony or, like, or the expendables. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Really human, <laughs> like the Expendables. It's super ironic. But
2: it mean well. It mean but what it made me think about was, and I, I talked to you guys a little bit about the movie. Is how ahead of its time Army of Darkness was. Yeah. That like Army of Darkness is this hugely influential movie when you think about it. All there's so many movies now that feel or a patterned movie that after was that. Was an enormous flop. Was a huge flop. But everyone who saw that as like a teenager is making movies now. And so, like they really, they noticed that Army of Darkness is really good. And this movie, edit- but even
0: that though, at least that had internal logic where, like, Ash is from the future, so he so knows how, to-, knows how so to he knows how to, make, how these- to make a robot hand. <laughs> yeah,
2: which is even future crazy. people don't know how it's to a- make
0: robot hands. <laughs> no, it's a crazy fucking joke. But at least, like, not not everyone in the movie has is walking around with robot hands and sawed off shotguns. Just one guy. Yeah, that's true. But so the thing, is- but
2: everyone in this movie has guns. Yeah, including they have robot hands. Including no, they don't have robot hands. <laughs> Only Ash and Lindsay Lohan, and I know who killed me, have robot hands. <laughs> but everyone has guns in this and, like, revolvers. Like, mm-hmm. it's. If it, if only Hansel and Gretel had these machines, maybe it would be one thing. But it seems. But I mean, like, then it's just Van Helsing with his army, with his laboratory of monster With a lot machines. less
1: swinging around on ropes. Yeah, <laughs>
2: there's a lot less Castlevania in this. And then there's Kate
0: Beckinsale in the clouds.
2: Now. So it's like these; there are ideas in here that if this they were new, I'd be really impressed by. But they're not new, and there's nothing in the movie that's as imaginative as like the scene in Army of Darkness where he has to fight all the little ashes that come out of that mirror that he breaks, you know, or anything like that. But anyway, back to the plot. That being said, uh, back to the plot. So uh, they, it, the mayor, the sheriff hires a bunch of goons and says, "You find the witches." They go out in the middle of the night. The lead witch, Famke Jansen, shows up and kills all of them except for one guy, sends that guy back in to deliver a message to the town, which is just that he explodes, <laughs> and gets blood all over Gemma Adderton, who plays, uh, or Adderton, however it is, who Ard- plays Ma- Gretel. I should have mentioned- Or is it Gemma? That's the other thing. Hansel and Gretel have whatever grown up to is, be- Whatever it is, it's not a real name. Hansel and Gretel <laughs> not- have, have grown up to be Jeremy Renner and, yeah, and Gemmer Adderban. <laughs> and, uh, and Arberman. Gemmer Gem Okay. Look, uh, Give her to
0: Ar- Arbor Day.
2: Gem and the Holograms. And the Holograms, yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of, they go back and forth a bunch of. I want to make things. a Teddy
1: Grahams joke, but I think it's too late.
2: <laughs> and we did that te- the perfect Teddy Graham's joke like a hundred yeah. episodes so, ago. Uh, so the listen, to that idea of a
0: Teddy Grahams joke <laughs> yeah. has already been. So Teddy Grahams
2: Artifice <laughs> and Jeremy Renner are. They're, they're hunting witches. They learn that the witches are preparing for a ritual called the Blood Moon, where they have to sacrifice six boys and six girls. Where they, each they sacrifice ritual?
0: moon Moon blood good. Blood good. <laughs> Don't worry, dude. It was so funny.
2: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, halfway
0: through that, I was like, what's her fake name? What's her fake bullshit name? Is it moon Bloodgood good or moon blood <laughs> rain? <laughs>
1: oh uh, it's a funny name <laughs> anyway
0: <laughs> uh but the
2: town gets attacked by famka jansen and her witch pals it seems that this witch posse w- her witch posse which i maybe her daughters i don't know it's like two younger girl witches and it seems like this rite is going to make it so that witches can't be burned because that's the only way to make sure they're dead is to burn them i
1: think she explained it but i wasn't listening
2: so there's like Basically, it's the BS time limit that they have to stop the villain by as the blood moon, and the BS thing that they have to stop is that witches will be fireproof, I guess. So mm-hmm. it's basically like, the same thing as if witches like had Kirk discovered... Like Cameron? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They won't be able to look at internet porn anymore. <laughs> okay. Just like in the movie Fireproof. The uh, Basically, this movie would have the same level of threat as if the witches discovered asbestos and just made suits out of asbestos. <laughs> just walked around in them.
1: Like the guy at the beginning of Lethal Weapon 4?
2: uh something like that also the witches have a troll named Edward who helps them out and is played by a person in a an old fashioned like animatronic mask suit you I know mean, there is some basically there's some cgi for the for the action scenes but for the most part he's just walking around in that suit looking like the the what are they from Fraggle Rock those big guys
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he looks like a mixture of Hoggle and Ludo from Labyrinth.
2: Yeah, let's call him Mahato. Mahato? He is Mahato. There's a bunch of fighting, lots of stuff has happened uh gretel goes off in the woods hansel gets caught in the woods and lost he gets hurt and mina the girl they saved in the beginning saves him it turns out she's with her business she, she <laughs> <laughs> saves him and then has sex with him in a pond yeah, yeah of course yeah. She and it a
0: surprising nude scene like there's there a moment, this moment where... where
2: she starts taking off her dress and the camera cuts away and we're like oh yeah because it's what a pg-13 movie and then it cuts back to her naked f- and we're like wait what Hold yeah.
1: on! We all look up. <laughs> from I think, our yeah, phones. I think we all like sat up, stood up, yeah. started giving each we other. Because the movie,
0: besides... we all did the thing that dogs do in movies when they go. Because <laughs> the, I mean, like, I mean, number one, obviously, we like naked ladies, but number two, this movie feels. We don't like the bare naked ladies, though. <laughs> no, never those. <laughs> they suck. If it, stay in Canada, there's an. Ex- like, there are exploding heads in this movie, but somehow it still feels super neutered. So the fact and that... especially super nude <laughs> When she well, takes her dress off. When she takes her clothes off, it seems like this came in from a totally different movie. Well, it,
2: I think maybe that, maybe that says something... A Misty something. Monday movie. Maybe it says something about... If it was a, no, it's way too tame for a Misty Monday <laughs> no, no, no. movie. If it was a Misty Monday movie, there would yeah. be ten minutes of poorly simulated lesbian sex. Yeah, there'd be
0: three of them. Sort of on a tarp, on a tarp in the tarp woods, in the woods. So <laughs> vaguely stuffing their face—not into the vagina area, but like kind of above, like maybe the thigh, a little bit. belly
2: button area. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, like the like lesbian sex in *Orange Is the New Black* is what you're saying. I haven't seen that.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's a lot mother. of upper thigh kissing and belly button Uh-oh. kissing apparently. Yeah,
2: basically on tarps. Uh,
0: yeah, probably. Because here's know. the thing about it: so st- the belly button is the vagina of the stomach. Yeah. <laughs> It's weird. (laughs) You know, they say
2: that the most underutilized erogenous zone is the belly button. Not true. They uh What were you going to say? I was going <laughs> to say something about the types of movies that Misty Monday is in, but we don't know what needs to we don't need to get into that. All right. Uh, suffice to say there's a certain type of low budget lesbian softcore porn movie where no yeah, matter google
1: w- it when you're not at work. No
2: matter what right? the plot is, it will end with every female character from the movie in one orgy on a tarp in the woods, <laughs>
0: whether they're on a different planet, whether they're it supposed be, to be it like It could be
2: Middle Earth. I mean, yeah, exactly. Ancient Rome, they're going to find a tarp somewhere. Because <laughs> otherwise
0: it's Gross sex sex tarps are a big industry across the board,
2: yeah. Throughout history, I'm sure they had them in a Hansel and Gretel witch witch hunter killers along with their steampunk guns. They had a steampunk tarp, they could have their steampunk lesbian orgy on with steampunk Missy Monday with goggles, probably. Everyone's wearing a hat with goggles and guns with fucking gears on the sides for no reason. Mm -hmm. Oh, steampunk makes me so mad. (laughs) It's a lot of scissoring with cogs and bolts. Yeah, a lot of now. hats with, with exhaust pipes on them for the Lord knows what reason. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it, anyway, Gretel is in the woods. Welcome, is, Parade magazine readers. <laughs> yes, Gretel is ambushed <laughs> by the sheriff's men. Who? Well, I was gonna say that maybe it says something about the the double standard in the country that like. We were, this is a movie where people's heads explode a lot. What There's was a that? lot of smashed heads, exploded heads, people's viscera bursting out of their bodies. But that didn't seem crazy to us, but when the woman showed her butt, it was like, whoa, look, this is extreme. What kind of movie is this? Yeah. And maybe that says something about our society and how sick it is that the yeah. lovely human form, so natural, is considered too dangerous what we can see guys' heads mm-hmm. get crushed and turned into raspberry jam.
0: Maybe the real monsters are you. The listener? <laughs> well, yeah, Why don't you call listeners monsters? What's going on?
2: <laughs> Which weird is he then he held up a mirror in front of our faces. <laughs> it's like a Time you, Magazine cover. You want to see, hey, take a look at the real most dangerous animal on the planet. Mm-hmm. And then he held a mirror up to us. Well, like tigers yeah. or sharks? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> tiger sharks. Oh, okay, tiger. that's an actual animal. Okay. It is an actual it's animal. It's not a Sharknado type thing. No. I'm surprised
0: your minds weren't blown by that, by the way your minds seem intact yeah very yeah, much so yeah I mean
2: we're
1: doing a podcast dude
2: we're, pretty, right. we're pretty professional <laughs> there's some light wear and tear on my mind <laughs> All right, but blown hardly so Gretel gets attacked by the sheriff's man bro- pretty fairly brutally for a movie like this but she's saved by Edward the troll the witch's sidekick <laughs> slash helper who bursts everyone's head with his fists <laughs> It's not even like an A team type thing where he punches a bad guy and the bad guy go like goes like woo and falls down. Their heads are splattered. <laughs> they are all dead. Uh, it turns out that uh, there's a whole lot of mishaps back and forth.
1: Who knows what? I think he uh, the troll heals her face with some weird white with some smear. He gets uh, uh, off from a, a stream. Yeah, he uses
2: some folk troll magic medicine. <laughs> uh, he's a, and at the <clears> same time Hansel learns that the girl he had sex with and saved is, a I guess it's witch. a little later, is a white witch, which is a good thing.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, like Linda
2: and from... we And it is revealed to us by Famke Jansen, the villain, that the reason Hansel and Gretel were sent into the woods... Now, in the original story, I think it's that their father remarries and their stepmother hates them, right? Yeah. Simple. But no, this has got to be related to some stupid fucking prophecy or whatever that, I apologize for my language, but I hate movies with prophecies in them, except for the
1: prophecy. What uh, about... <laughs> Uh, Star Wars: The Phantom Menace. Yes, Hate and you it. love that one. Nope. Okay. But uh, it what tur- about Watto and <laughs> Boss Nass? I
2: love them. Saboba, <laughs> best character ever. But still, uh, we learned earlier I, we've learned that witch magic does not affect Hans and Gretel. Witch magic. Wait a minute. The magic from witches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Werewolf. Werewolf. Bear castle. Why are you talking that way? <laughs> uh. Yeah. Copyright Mel Brooks and Gene Wilder. (laughs) So uh, we learn that witch magic doesn't affect them. Uh, It's because their father, their mother, it turns out, was a white witch. A good witch, like Linda, but without the pink bubblegum bubble that she flies around in. Uh, And the bad witches need the heart of a good witch to do the blood moon ritual. And they were going to go attack the the good witch uh, and take her heart. And so... The hu- the father took their kids out into the forest because Gretel, by blood, is also a white witch. And so the bad guys, after killing their parents uh, all lo those years ago, are now going to kidnap Gretel and use her heart for the blood moon ritual, so they're no longer vulnerable to fire. Uh, it's the quest for fireproofing. <laughs>
1: Uh, it's. Get to, get to the end where all the fucking witches get exploded <laughs> by the yeah. Galaxy. Okay, guns. well,
2: basically, uh, hansel goes back he and the good witch and the guy and the nerdy guy loves them and he takes he gatling has a wagon full of weapons she goes i'll make a potion that will make it so that weapons hurt witches and he goes like weapons like these and pulls a blanket off of like this huge assortment of weapons there's grenades there's a big gatling gun that apparently weighs an ounce since he literally just picks it up and casually puts it over his shoulder uh there's all these there's I, I, they must have another double crossbow like uh, Gretel uses. She uses a double crossbow which shoots multiple crossbow bolts and also can turn to shoot in different directions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also way, way to
1: ruin the best moment <laughs> of the <laughs> movie, Sorry. Elliot.
2: Anyway, they got to go save Gretel, mm-hmm. and so Gretel, so a shitload of witches a, show up. A, it's like the most Eisley yeah, cantina can of witches. It is like the witch Eisley cantina. It's like Jabba's witch palace. It's WitchCon, <laughs> WitchCon ninety
0: seven. Wait, WitchCon. Dragon Con Perfect <laughs> So Anyway There's a witch battle royale There's
2: a whole witch con And they're gonna take The blood moon comes It's like up. a
1: regular season of the witch <laughs> Copyright Nicholas Cage I think
3: <laughs>
0: No No
2: <laughs> right. I mean, Copyright
0: that, Ron Perlman It's then. a regular bed knobs and broomsticks <laughs> 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 Copyright Angela Lansbury
2: <laughs> she, Really she wrote that <laughs> Yep And owns the rights Yeah Good murder, she
1: wrote, Angela. Murder, she wrote that? Girl, <laughs> girls doing it for themselves. <laughs>
0: yeah, witches yes. are doing it for themselves. Witches are
2: doing it, themselves. <laughs> 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 doing it for themselves. What are they doing? The Blood Moon Ritual. Yeah. So they all show up. There's a witch with a huge goiter. There's an old lady witch. There's a witch with no legs. There's a Siamese twin witch. Siamese tw- it feels Conjoined like twin, a sorry. lot of the character design work <laughs> went into oh, this wow, scene.
0: I don't want to offend any witches out there. <laughs>
2: Those witches may have been from Siam. We don't know that. Yeah. It was called Siam back then. Mm-hmm. Anyway... uh Based on the movie I Am Sam, starring Sean Penn
0: and Dakota Fanning. Now I Am Siam, where where, where Penn and Fanning were conjoined together. No, Siam then, is a country. Then the, the legal system tried to pry them apart, it's, and it is then not, they were sewn back together look, at Siam the end. Siam is not an
2: entire nation of conjoined what? twins. Haven't you ever seen The King and I?
0: And and the King of Siam, you
2: mean? Yes, same thing.
0: No, I've never seen it. Oh.
2: Anyway... So, <laughs> so there's a whole witch coven, if you will. It's look, it's, it's pronounced coven. It let's just call it what it is. It's a poor man's knocked. The uh, the witches' Sabbath or Walpurgisnacht, however you pronounce it. Anyway, so they're there. Hansel comes out. He says, they're "Hey, queer. give me one reason I'm not get uh, witched." I it. knew you were going <laughs> to
0: make
1: a joke about that.
2: Sorry. Hansel comes out and he's like, "Hey, I'm going to shoot all you if you don't let Gretel go." And they go they. One goes to attack him, and he blows her head up with his new magic gun. And then the good witch pulls out a Gatling gun from the rock balcony above mm-hmm. <laughs> above the yeah, staging yeah. area and just <laughs> shoots up a ton of witches, luckily avoiding shooting the leader bad witch. Because why would you kill her first? She's only the boss of the whole thing. Yeah, uh, yeah you got to save her for the final boss battle. Uh, they, they kill a bunch of witches. Edward the Troll saves Gretel at the last minute from the bad
1: witch. I think... This is the best moment of the movie. This is the. More like, than
0: the girl taking her dress off.
1: The second best <laughs> moment of the movie
0: where there's like a bunch of witches exploding. And yeah, like, a bunch of crazy, different looking witches. It's action Their heads. Yeah,
1: it's, an, it's stuff's a. Stuff's happening. It's a real
2: fast paced action scene. There's almost no fakey kung fu.
1: Just a lot of gunshots a couple the witches, of witches. Oh, bellies. Yeah. Splitting in half there's and shooting f- two different f- witches. Flying around on brooms. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, uh if you like
1: the idea of watching women get shot off of brooms with magical guns? Oh and wh- who wouldn't, <laughs> and who yeah.
2: wouldn't want it? They're not even brooms, they're just tree branches. They just fly on branches.: That's true. You couldn't sweep
0: anything with those things. anyway you try probably. <laughs>
2: They. Come uh are trying bunch to
1: of, finish this movie. <laughs> there's a what bunch of fighting.
2: Edward the Troll is hurt, and Gretel uses. No, a, he Gretel uses a stun gun that we saw them use earlier as a defibrillator, yeah. and oh, a wind gun. up a wind it's up a, stun gun, and with a few pulls of the ripcord, manages to generate enough electricity to restart a troll's heart. <laughs> <laughs> the, tr- the, who's, the heart must be the size of a basketball, like, <laughs> but hey, manages to do it uh they and you'd think the movie's over right no because yeah the witch, when the troll <laughs> wakes up that's the end of the fucking movie <laughs> they you know the old saying it's not over till the troll wakes up <laughs> <laughs> No, because the wit the lead witch famka jampin leads them on a merry chase back to bump bum bum the candy house earlier hansel and gretel stumbled on their old house when they were kids and that's where but this is a Fanta different house jest. right but this is the candy house there is a very long brawl between Hansel and Gretel and the witch. In a witch. very small room. Now, here's a movie. This is a witch in a very small room. This is a witch A lot with, of knocking with, people on the head with... Let's let's just say it. Magic powers. Mm-hmm. She has a wand that she's used to make other people shoot themselves in the head earlier in the movie. Yeah. She has magic powers of all kinds. So why does she deign to have kind of a barroom brawl fist fight
0: with Hansel and Gretel? Yeah, it comes down to the witch being hit in the head a lot of times with a shovel. yeah.
2: <laughs> and, uh-oh, Hansel is choking her to death with a chain. And then he <laughs> (laughs) that's what i like
1: in my heroes and then
2: his old chain choking skills his steampunk wristwatch sets sends off its alarm oh no he's going into insulin shock from the sugar sickness immediately he's about to die luckily gretel injects him with insulin and he immediately goes from dying to just fine ready to hit that witch with a shovel (laughs) a couple more times and they cut her head off with a shovel uh the which was great sure and then okay end of the movie right No, because now Hansel and Gretel have formed a team with Ed the Troll and with the nerdy guy who was their, like, biggest fan, Mm -hmm. and you see them walk off into a desert, and it's like, witches, beware, we're coming for you. Bump, 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 the end, right? No, because they walk up to, like, a desert castle where there's a witch inside, and we watch them kill another witch. It's the movie that couldn't stop ending. It cuts to
0: black, and then... It starts
2: again, like... And this is a movie that's 88 minutes long. It's the movie that, that, like... I, I don't... I'm assuming know it's going
1: to turn into, like, a Sliders-style sci-fi hour-long drama.
2: It feels like... Well, here's the thing. This Although movie,
1: they would totally murder their cast of Sliders, who are probably witches, right?
2: I have to assume, how else do they slide? Yeah. <laughs> now... Oh, wait, no. <laughs> sliders is about the guys who make tiny hamburgers, right? Where it's <laughs> yeah, like, it's a, oh, I had, like, eight of cats. these, John and I'm still and not Reece really satisfied. <laughs> <them> all, <yeah. laughs> so... This end, the ending of this movie is like being on a phone conversation with my mom, where every ten minutes she goes, well, I should let you go. Oh, there was one other thing I was going to tell you. We're
0: trying to say goodbye to you. It's been, <laughs> That's it's true. been passed down to the the it, Jean. It runs
2: in my family that uh, I, can't, I, have, I do long goodbyes, <laughs> much like the film The Long Goodbye, mm-hmm. based on the novel. Starring Elliot Caelan. <laughs> Rated
0: R. Is playing at... Nowhere. Yes.
2: Oh,
1: wait a
0: minute. <laughs> You're dead. You're dead, Elliot. So what? For,
2: uh, all that. this time I've been a ghost. A go ghost.
1: <laughs> thanks for making keeping it real and reminding us that Elliot takes a long time to say goodbye, Dan. <laughs> now so anyway <laughs> let's get back to this
2: podcast okay, everybody's
0: thinking it nobody's saying here's the thing about <laughs> this
2: movie this movie does feel like a one-hour sci-fi show if this feel if this movie was a sci-fi channel original movie i would have been like that was a really good sci-fi channel original movie like so
1: much better than wyvern or <laughs> two-headed shark attack
2: or I don't what know if that's Ma- right. manticore versus monster box <laughs> i don't know what they do chupacabra goes to camp whatever <laughs> yeah, it's a very bigfoot christmas <laughs> Like Aliens versus Toadstools Whatever they do on Sci-Fi Channel <laughs> Whatever yeah. You know Basilisk meets Super Mario Brothers <laughs> S- sl- sl- Slightly larger than normal monkey
3: <laughs> Versus
2: Manhole yeah. Yeah. What is it like? Rottweiler attacks Plunger I don't know how Sci-Fi Channel comes up with all these great ideas yeah. Or like you know, like Hercules versus Sinbad in the Age of the Pharaohs. Uh, uh.
1: Okay, so those, all those
2: ideas v. are copyrighted by Caleb. Toddlers v spiders—that's a legal case. That's why I said v. The toddlers sue the spiders for copyright courtroom drama,
1: USA. But one of the lawyers one on.
2: of the lawyers, is a Griffin. Oh, oh okay. And the, so it's sci-fi. and the other lawyer. Is an Esquimax. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> so,
2: so I, something I about if this on the sci-fi so, channel. But this feels been good. like if this was a sci-fi channel original movie, I would have said it was snappy. Like there was a lot of gro- like faky computer effects, but they did them in a in a silly way. They did good enough for a sci-fi channel. Good enough. This is good enough for a sci-fi channel original movie. For a feature film, not exactly. I will say, like again, if this had been an original idea. Every, and we hadn't seen this stuff over and over again in the past eight years or so. I would have been like, that was a really imaginative, like, fun movie. But
1: instead, it feels very derivative. It feels like we're watching somebody's D&D adventure.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to say that we are already in The Final judgment. Uh, we got to move what? along. But do we, there and really- I'll say that that, uh, that is a bad, bad movie from you.
2: I don't Correct. know, because I, I, I kind of there was stuff I really enjoyed yeah, it's in it. Tough. I would say, you know what? I would say begrudgingly that it's a movie I kind of liked, but it's a qualified kind of liked because yeah. it's if this if I was in the vacuum of space, all right, okay. I had no knowledge of anything in movies or anything ever in every anything. You're like an
0: Encino man,
2: exactly. Mm. I'm a tabula rasa, whereas it's also known an Encino man. And <laughs> let's say, as the as the Greeks <laughs> would say, an Encino You're man. You're
0: a Brendan Fraser rasa.
2: Yeah, I'm exactly, I'm a Rasta Brendan Fraser, smoking pot, worshipping Haile Selassie, yep. you know, been in Babylon too long, time to get back sure. to, the, to the home country, <laughs> Zion is waiting for me, Brendan Fraser, <laughs> you know, listening to my Bob Marley albums, right. Brendan Fraser, again, Rasta Brendan Fraser.
0: Sure. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> Thank you for restating the premise. If I was,
2: if I was coming at this totally new, I think I would have liked it a lot, if I was, like, a 12-year-old watching this now, and I was not aware of something like Army of Darkness, I think I'd really like it a lot. It's, like, just... You
1: probably would have been mad that you weren't watching Pacific Rim, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Sure.
2: But it's, like, it moves really fast. It's short. It's got... which I mean, I shouldn't have started with those, but, like, it's got plenty of bloody scenes. They're, the characters are charismatic, at least. You know, like, the actors in it are fun to watch. Uh, it's, like, a half-baked second-hand idea, but... It's not. I wasn't uh, bored or in pain. It's not yeah. like Marmaduke where I wanted to take a spike Claw and shove it through my out. ears. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I, I, I say-
2: wanted to pull a Sam Neill in Event Horizon and just pull my eyes out and kill Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> yeah. What I want to
0: say. I want to <laughs> say about this movie is it has a lot of things I like. It has uh, Jeremy Renner. Uh-huh. It has Peter Stormare. It has Famke Jansen. I like.
2: I like that Gamma uh, Gammer Appleby the, too. Yeah, uh,
0: Jim and the Holograms is a very <laughs> attractive lady. I like uh, the troll man.
2: You love the troll man. man. Every
0: time the troll man was on screen, Stuart would go, <laughs> Yes. There's a naked yes. there's a naked lady. I like
2: you keep comparing him to Snake
0: Man from Joan X. Yeah, He's Snake not Man, even a- Michael Rooker yeah. Snake Man wasn't even a character; he was just in one scene there's as a monster. <laughs> there's enough. some action scenes that are derivative of Sam Raimi. Like, the whole movie is derivative of Sam is, Raimi. It is. It is a yeah. It is a very. I would say it's a very marginal movie. I kind of liked. There's some. There's some very bad stuff in it. There's some boring derivative stuff, but at the same time, it moves so quickly and has so many elements that I kind of enjoy. Yeah,
2: and i and I was <laughs> even able to overcome my hatred of steampunk weaponry in yeah. medieval settings. Yeah, I mean, it's although not, there was a little too much of that. It's like they had an un, they had a collapsible folding gun that like nobody has that.
1: Yeah, that they showed in detail in the credit sequence. <laughs> in the Punisher's armory. Sort in of the thing. in the closing
2: right? ending credits, it's just CGI close-ups of the different weapons.
1: <laughs> yeah, like you're selecting which weapon you're going to use in an Xbox game or something. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, no, yeah, you're right. It's it's not it's not a good bad movie because it's not like so bad it's fun. It's not really that good, but it's uh, it's it's better than a, some. Maybe I'm just biased because we saw say, so many terrible things. Yeah, I think it's better than a lot of the crap that we've watched. Yeah, it, was, it may
0: it may have some advantage from coming right after Marmaduke, but
2: yeah. But I would say, let's say uh, it comes up on TV or you see it on Netflix streaming, mm-hmm. just watch Army of Darkness.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, like if you have. It's funny though. You brought up the Army of Darkness thing though, but like. These directors saw it when they were kids yeah. and they're they're trying to emulate it, but it was such a huge flop, like they're not improving on the Army of Darkness. Like it's not like the world is ready for Army of Darkness now. Except like if appa- it came out in theaters now it wouldn't do well.
2: I don't know that because apparently 'cause apparently a lot of these types of movies are doing well enough. I mean, like I look at according to Wikipedia, this movie was not this movie made, you know, like two hundred something million dollars worldwide, you know, which is Okay, for a, so for a movie this size is really good.
1: Hansel and Gretel two. What's it going to be? More witches?
2: It's going to be vampires, but the vampires are just basically witches. Okay. It's going to be called. It's going to be called Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunter Vampire Hunters. They hunt vampire hunters who are witches. It turns out there's a war between the vampires and the witches. Okay. The vampires are out hunting. The witches are out hunting vampires, but Hansel and Gretel are hunting the witch now. Did that mean they team up with the vampires because vampires are still pretty bad but maybe they can find common cause?
0: That wait, sets wait, it up. What,
2: what's going on? But then it ends on it <laughs> but then it ends on it to be continued. And then you get Hansel and Gretel and aliens. Now that's Okay, it turns now I'm out listening. Aliens have landed in medieval times. Maybe that's where they got all their weaponry from. An Space alien aliens. spaceship they found. Look, Iron Man 3 didn't use the Mandarin finding that spaceship with the magic rings in it. Hansel and Gretel steal that shit. Just use it in your movie. I mean, they
1: shot the scene
2: what, Refines the spaceship?
1: Yeah, right. I don't
2: think they did.
1: Oh, they didn't? No, what's not in the movie. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I thought they shot it anyway, because that's what the character does in the comics, right? No, no, they don't shoot everything in the comics and then
2: decide
0: they don't want to All do All right, it. well, I don't want to cut off this rich vein. Anyway, Hensel and Gretel discussion. fight Hey, aliens, hey, hey,
1: just don't make fun up, of our stupid rant as being a rich that vein. That
2: sets it up for number four, Hansel and Gretel versus Hansel and Gretel. They go to fall through a portal to an alternate world where everybody is witches and humans are evil.
0: (laughs) I'm not trying to cut it short because I'm a dick. I'm trying to cut it you didn't even let me
2: get to Hansel and Gretel 5 in
1: the time of the dinosaurs.
0: I'm trying to tell you because there's letters. And, <laughs> I was uh, there's no about, porthole, though. We've
1: talked
2: much longer than we normally do. I was going to talk because about... This is far in
1: the future where there's dinosaurs. I, no,
2: it's in the past, but they're dinosaur witches. I am just they're dinosaur space us cowboys. Us on, yes, who are witches. No, I'm super loud. I'm, I'm trying, trying to
0: keep us on uh, track because they're letters which want to get to. All right. Uh, this Wait, one, what do the letters arrive in? Uh, a mailbag? The Flophouse movie mailbag? A
2: movie mailbag. A bag for mail. Mail about movies for us? Okay. Us? A mailbag of movies. A movie mailbag. The Just Flophouse said movie mailbag. We but what did it look like? A burlap sack or a plastic <laughs> thing? Perhaps with a drawstring. What does this mailbag look like? <laughs> A trick or treat bag.
0: He said mailbag. He <laughs> He
2: did. Look, when you're making what up a song mean? as you go along, it's a little hard
0: to keep the words No, no all right. All, right, all, right, all, right, all right. So this first. Flop ass mailbag. Is titled.
1: <laughs> Meow.
0: The first letter is titled To the Original Peaches in the Original Big Apple. I was listening <laughs> to another Big
1: Apple. <laughs> Take that, Small Apples. I was listening
0: to the Seeking Justice... <laughs> in like Manhattan,
1: Kansas, the other one?
0: I was listening to the Seeking Justice episode to celebrate quarter cage Miss. In it, you described a scene <laughs> where Nicolas Cage is given ridiculous instructions at a monster truck rally. Yep. None of you can remember the name of the stadium, and and that is the Superdome, one of the most famous <laughs> stadiums on Earth. Famous indeed. <laughs> again, quite famous. Again, I would not like to become Elliot's new brother unless he would give me an Emmy for Christmas slash Hanukkah, but this is a fairly major lapse in sports-related judgment. <laughs> Why are we celebrating both? I hope this letter is taken completely seriously and results in almost no mockery. Sincerely, Brennan, last name unpronounceable. P.S., I was just in New York over the weekend and saw Matilda in previews. It was one of the best things I've ever seen. I know Elliot has talked about loving Jesus Christ Superstar, Yep. so I was wondering if this week's recommendations could be your favorite musicals. So uh, the fact that he saw Matilda in previews shows how old this – Well, I – I,
2: last episode
1: – He previews, the comic book ordering catalog, right? <laughs> yeah, from <laughs> the from Diamond Distributors, yeah. Now, okay. Means
0: sneak previews, the long, defunct uh, PBS. I meant that. Yeah. Now,
2: two things. I did recommend a musical in the last episode. Mm. So let's just carry that one over. The musical I recommended was Dames. Uh, and the other thing I was going to say was, of course I'm not going to recognize – what was it, the Power Dome, the Technodrome <laughs> – Thunderdome. Uh. <laughs> I don't know what stadiums look like.
1: Which one's oh, the one man. where Krang hides out in?
2: That's the Technodrome. <laughs> okay. Now, look, if it's not the Roman Coliseum or... What? Like, Biosphere 2, I'm not going to recognize any domed structures. Yeah. Or the Capitol building, you know.
0: I mean, when it comes to musicals... um you know, i like all, i like i you can't go wrong with singing in the rain obviously of course you can't it's the, it's the best musical ever made um i i have a lot of fondness for the music man i think robert Preston's performance in that is very mm-hmm. funny music man's great uh west side story is a very nice filmed musical uh, my fair lady has some you really some going out on a limb stuff. i mean well what do you gonna, what do you want i he's mean, just
1: listen to every musical he's ever. little seen. shop
0: of horrors is a great <laughs> uh more recent musical that's fun. I I don't know what he, what you want from me like
1: for for a musical I'll recommend uh, the album Traveler by the band Lord Weird Slough Egg. There you go. That's, that's a it's a heavy metal rock opera, I'm, dude.
2: But it is, yeah, it is a concept album, basically. I've, it's a story want, about a space pirate turned into a man dog. If you were gonna, if I was gonna recommend another musical, I'd recommend Top Hat.
0: Uh, sure. You know what else is good? Uh, uh Diamonds Are Girl's Best Friend, but, but that's
2: not a movie. Yeah. That, that's a musical number in gentlemen prefer blondes. Jennifer,
0: sorry gentlemen <laughs> prefer blondes the howard hawks uh film is a lot of fun um it is it has a
2: great line i don't want to i will spoil it but there's a my favorite line in that movie is uh uh Marilyn monroe and uh was it jane mansfield yeah are, 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 are on a cruise ship they're looking for rich men to to marry yeah and they're sitting on either side of a kid at dinner there's a cruise ship you have assigned seats and uh they and he's looking at them, and they go, "How old are you?" And he and he says, "Old enough to appreciate a fine-looking woman." <laughs> this kid's like eight. Anyway,
0: it's a I, it's a funny scene. I tried to watch recently "How to Marry a Millionaire," the other movie where Marilyn Monroe plays a unrepentant gold digger, mm-hmm. and it is no gentleman prefer blondes. Oh. Gentleman prefer blondes is a very good movie, and "How to Marry a Millionaire" is kind of dull. So, uh, and I
1: guess uh, anti recommendation. <laughs> consider
0: that a negation That's better than mine. The next letter is titled Uncle John's Bathroom Reader
2: and my it Dad's starts,
0: favorite book series. I shudder to think how much longer I would have been unaware of your podcast if Uncle John had taken up a place in my bathroom library, my bathbury. Thankfully, <laughs> <laughs> Entertainment <laughs> Weekly is so my very bathroom? <laughs> literature. <laughs> Entertainment Weekly is my go to literature. And upon seeing a recommendation in the must list, I added your podcast immediately. Yes, I washed my hands first. I mean, it doesn't it's matter. It's your magazine. I don't care. what yourself T. with T. it. Gray's Anatomy or he. <laughs> or, <laughs> he or Top she. of the Lake. You watched Bates Motel. Come on. Top of the Lake to you. <laughs> <laughs> on to the question. Where do you say that? What? Where would you say that? Like at a, you know, I don't <laughs> know. At a lake. A like a fancy dinner? Like an
1: Irish lake.
2: Fancy dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yep Because <laughs> that's how you greet people at a banquet uh, There's questions, on to the questions Well thanks for listening <laughs> to the podcast after reading about it And I apologize for this episode <laughs> Number one, <laughs> We're tired
0: ah. Dan, what drink do you choose to help you get help you get through the movies? I prefer craft beers Like Flying Monkey's Smash Bomb But for B-movies Cheap brews like Pabst Bl- Blue Ribbon Or Tall Boys of Old Milwaukee You know, what? Stone Light you know
2: what beer ghost drink? Seem like a better hey, fit Hey Dan, you know what beer ghost drink? What? boo riven <laughs> I, I read <laughs> I read that one in a in a joke book for kids called 100 creepy hipster jokes <laughs> <laughs> 100
0: alcoholic drinks for kids drinks for kids jokes for kids
1: <laughs> I'm glad they kept it only 100 little <laughs> chat book size <laughs> 100
0: 100 creepy
2: hipster jokes also includes what was <laughs> what was what was the Wolfman's favorite band? What? Wereweezer.
0: Weezer? <laughs> hey, take it up
2: with the authors of a hundred creepy hipster it, jokes.
0: I don't. It's not that creepy. Eh? It thing.
1: involves a monster. All right. So, if you can buy it at what, like H and M or
2: yep. American Gets. Apparel? Yeah,
1: it's at the American Apparel book rack. Yep, right next to, I guess, like a picture book of half naked teenage girls. Yeah, right yeah. next to a magazine made up of. Uh, creepy pictures of employees
2: of American Apparel that Um, all look like last known photos. So thank you guys
0: for answering my question. No, no.
2: um, So he read about us in the bathroom.
0: mm -hmm. He wants to know what drinks to drink while you're... Yeah, what do you drink? What do you drink, Dan? Uh, Look, I like... I like a... Spaghetti sauce? (laughs) Just out of a mug? Sure. I like a pale ale, an India pale ale. Um uh i'm a quite fond i think my favorite might be uh green flash now i will say that i think that the hop head craze has gone too far uh some You're putting your foot down yeah some some beers have gotten too uh syrupy and uh strong um for a nice refreshing beer Thanks to uh, Stuart Wellington uh, being a bartender at a nice German beer garden, I've come to be quite fond of Einbecker Pilsner. Yeah. as A nice light beer for the summer. Well,
2: this has been the Ale House.
0: No, there's questions for you guys, too. Oh, okay.
2: Uh, number but, two. M- but they better not be about movies, because you got to talk about beer. Mine better be about dinosaurs or
0: something. <laughs> Elliot.
3: <laughs>
2: What's there, your favorite dinosaur? Well, if, Deinonychus, of course.
0: Elliot, if there was one comic book storyline you had to turn into a bad movie, which one would it be? The Punisher meets Archie? That would be a good movie. It's yeah. a funny
2: comic. Uh, comic book, uh, I, but it's gonna, I know it's going to be a bad movie. A turn into a bad movie. Hmm, that's a good question. I think, even though it's a good storyline in the comics, I think when Thor got turned into a frog by Loki, it's maybe the jewel in the crown of Walt Simonson's run on Thor, uh, along with the introduction of Bed-Ray Bill, the horse-faced alien. But uh, I think it would make a pretty good bad movie. I don't know that it, I don't think the image of a giant frog wearing Thor's costume would translate to film, <laughs>
0: okay.
2: even though it works very well in comics.
0: Fair enough. Uh, number three, Stewart. Okay, I'm part of a B movie club that regularly screens horrible movies, including Hard Ticket to Hawaii, Time, Barbarian, Jack Frost Two, Revenge of the Mutant Killer, Snowman, Hard Rock Zombies, and about four dozen more titles. I wanted to get your recommendations on which movies to screen, other than Invisible Maniac, Castle Freak, and Head of the Family. Oh okay so it's like taking
1: Picasso's paints away from him (laughs) wait a minute uh wait can I say Invisible Mania no yeah it's
0: expressly forbidden
1: can I say Night of the Demons
0: you can oh wow
1: okay uh wait
0: it's a bad movie? I I feel like you've uh, sung that movie's praises.
1: Yeah, but I mean I like it because it's a like a a good bad horror movie. Alright. I mean I'm not gonna like you're not gonna it's not gonna win Oscars. You're not mm-hmm. gonna see a Criterion collection of <laughs> you never know. of Night of the Demons. I mean
0: there is a moment where uh Lena sticks a sticks her lipstick into her boob, right?
1: Yeah, and you, then you
0: get to see her vagina later.
1: Sure. I mean you know, the the You know what? You Just say Dollman versus demonic toys. <laughs> yeah, I'll say Dollman. I'll say Dollman. <laughs> Starring Tim Thompson. All right. Where he's a got tiny, a gun that explodes people. He's a
2: tiny alien cop. Well, they should have called it Tiny Alien Cop, the movie.
1: <laughs> well, no, he's like a doll. That's why they call him Doll Man. But he's not a doll. He's He like blows doll. up a bunch of new Everyone likes scumbags.
0: Him. So that was from Sheldon Last Name Withheld. I hope that helped you. Did I give him a clear answer? You did.
1: did Night of I the say... I didn't say some dinosaur name, right? I said I said
2: a movie (laughs) name. Yeah, you said a Carnosaur.
0: (laughs) Watch Carnosaur. That's about the movie and a dinosaur. (laughs) So this next letter is from Per. Last name withheld. Per Uh, P E R. I don't know how one would. I thought a cat had written us a letter. First of all, I assume Elliot had all, has really already really sung really an great. intro to the mailbag segment.
2: Well, I tried to, but Dan cut me off, but it reminds me. So
0: oh this mailbag,
2: are we sure it's a bag? Could it oh be a mail crate or a box of some kind We're of running mailbox? So late on this podcast. A mailbox? Maybe it's a box full of mail. <laughs> Thank
0: you. Oh wow, so, it's a quick ending. All right, he says, "I'm a flaw fan from Sweden who has recently found your podcast via TV Tropes." I have enjoyed it immensely, and we'll do the we best mentioned on TV shows, to huh? <laughs> spread the gospel of the flop house here in Sweden. Now for the meat of the letter,
2: thank you very much for spreading the gospel in so Sweden. So that was like the, the, the bread episode. part of the letter. Yeah,
0: that was the bread. And then I assume that his name at the end of it is the other slice of bread,
1: <laughs> or or maybe cheese. I don't know what they eat in Sweden. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you think Swedish fish?
0: <laughs> it's an open face sandwich in Sweden. Upside down open face sandwich. Yeah. The, Look, the, the clearly,
2: it's from Sweden. The meat is a meatball. And what we just read was the lingonberry sauce. All right. Well, here's the,
0: well, here's the meatball, guys. <laughs> One of you briefly mentioned the hypothetical possibility of a great bikini off-road adventure video game. Uh-oh. It was, <laughs> I think, in the Priest episode. This, I feel, would make for an excellent tangent at some point. There's so many questions that need to be answered. If the player, for instance, loses the bikini, will the effect be similar to that of the star in Super <laughs> Mario World? This and other questions need an answer. I like that. So. If your
2: top falls off in the game, you're invincible for a little bit. But then, yeah. of course, the Indian returns your top, as in the Great really Tall Salt, yeah, as in the Great Bikini Off Road Adventure.
1: Yeah, is there a mini game where you get to play? As, no, that's too powerful. But you you can play, play be as Willy Tall Salt?
2: No, no, he just shows up and gives you advice on how to play the game. Yeah, that's
1: being Willy Tall like being the player in Sim City, where you're constructing the world <laughs> and seeing the gears that turn it. <laughs> well, he's imagine- basically a god figure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's the watcher. <laughs> no,
2: God. God sees. God watches even the lowliest sparrow fall and the lowliest bikini top
0: fall off. <laughs> I imagine the cutscenes would just be just like cutscenes of topless ladies. Like that is what, ha- like, as in uh, the bikini in the movies. movies. To be
2: honest, There's I don't a... remember why they're running those bikini tours in The Great Bikini Off-Road Adventure. Uh, Most <laughs> of the movie is just girls in bikinis. Seems a lot of
1: sense to me. <laughs> oh,
2: you, you heard the title of the movie, right? <laughs> Most of the movie is just girls in bikinis leading tours of southwestern locations. Well,
0: guys. <laughs> and then taking their tops off. Yeah, it's,
1: it's, they're great at it. <laughs> guys, I'll
0: be, I'll be honest. I mainly read that last email to lead into this actual letter.
2: Well, by Dan, that's a piece of lined paper in your hand. Yeah.
0: Uh this uh is says uh, it starts, Dear Dan, this is from Cassandra, last name withheld. Uh I decided to include this handwritten letter because well I've always what thought there it was slipped in your locker. <laughs> Do you like me? Check yes or no. <laughs> I've always thought there was something nice about receiving letters written by hand. That's true. Also, should you choose to read this letter on your show, you can always put it in a bag labeled the Flophouse Movie Mailbag, then take it out of said bag, and for the first time ever, be able to say you're actually reading an actual letter from an actual, albeit homemade, mailbag. Anyway, here it is. Your Holy Grail, a DVD copy of the Great Bikini Off Road Adventure. I hope it works and brings you lots of joy and pleasure. That's right, a fan—the <gasps> best sent fan a... ever, our number one fan. Now, yeah, I think that she is. She, Cassandra, is in fact our number one fan. Well, okay, you heard it here first. So, by folks. making
1: that statement, you know, people are going to throw themselves off of buildings, like when Jackie Chan had a love interest in one of his movies. <laughs> I don't and two care. And I mean, like, look, the
2: truth can't be <laughs> held back. It's look. Stupid. All we can say is, if you want to be the number one fan, you have to do something at the level of, or better than, sending Dan a copy of The Great Bikini Off-Road Adventure on DVD. Well he currently at it right clutches in his hand. It's beautiful! <laughs> oh, bam, bam, melting! Bam. Oh, don't look at it, Marion! Don't look <laughs> at it! Keep your eyes closed!
0: Uh, yeah, Cassandra, I believe, uh, I remember from previous email exchanges, she, uh... Uh, came across a VHS copy.
1: And Dan's going to come, come across Bikini it later. I
0: don't, Adventure. Think,
2: I don't even think all the girls on the cover are in the
0: movie. I, she uh,
1: Classic VHS maneuver.
0: <laughs> she was nice enough to transfer the, uh, the movie from VHS to DVD, print out a cover of the Great Bikini Off-Road Adventure uh, <coughs> sleeve, and send it. To us,
1: oh, so Elliot, it? you probably know this. What are the conditions for sainthood?
0: <laughs> you have to perform two miracles. That's okay. That's one. This,
1: <laughs> one.
2: this counts as one, certainly. And then I think uh, you have to be. You have, well, you have to be canonized by the Catholic Church.
1: That's probably pretty easy. I mean, if you can make, if you can turn a VHS tape into a little circular pizza-shaped yeah. disc.
0: Wait, did that? Elliot, <laughs> like you a said number? circular and pizza-shaped.
1: <laughs> well, because pizzas always have a hole in the middle, right? <laughs>
2: no. Oh, but where are you going to see Johnson? <laughs> forgot your pizzas too. Oh man uh, let me I, I allow me the liberty of reading the back of the Graveyard sure. Adventure. With business so slow, Duke Abbey almost loses his Jeep Tour Company, the <laughs> local mining company for back rent. Use the word company twice in one sentence. With the help of his luscious niece Lori and some of her botacious bikini clad <laughs> friends, Duke's business makes a U turn <laughs> I don't know why you do a driving pun instead of a boob pun. As they drive the local men wild while showing them some of the hottest sights in the desert, their sweat Those turns to right? wet. What?
3: <laughs> As a broken-down Jeep forces the girls to take their, their sweat curves turns to wet down
2: the river, where sunscreen's a must, but bikinis are optional. The girls raise the money while showing the locals that the view's always better with the top down. Starring Lauren Hayes, Meatballs 4, Avalon Anders, Bikini Summer 2, Dan Frank, Turk 182. <laughs> and it says sizzling comedy perfect for summer rentals uh it's from 1984 from the director of bikini car
0: wash Two. it says now i've had this i i gotta say guys i've had this in my possession for a couple days i have not watched it i feel like we need to just pop watch that it.
1: fucking thing in right now so, yeah but i don't care what time it is we're watching all
0: 90 minutes of this rated <laughs> r let me just
1: text elliot's wife tell her not to wait up
2: <laughs> tell her exactly why
0: mm-hmm uh, I'm sorry uh Elliot so, is embarking and show on an adventure. <laughs> Elliot's
2: embarking on an erotic adventure unparalleled. <laughs> I've seen this movie already before. I don't know why I'm acting like I've never seen it before <laughs> I, I think I'm
0: the only one of the, you, three. of the three
2: of us you're the only one who has not seen the uh the majesty
1: that oh my is. God, it's full of stars, etc. <laughs>
2: Did I tell that? Did I ever tell you guys the story about? Uh, very quickly, I, uh, I did some freelance work once, transcribing a lot of interviews and behind the scenes footage for a thing about the making of Dazed and Confused. And the guy who plays Wiley in Dazed and Confused, in a then contemporary interview, was talking about how he went to. He was working in Hollywood, and he started having to work in this production house that was really crappy, and he's like, and the guy there had this movie he directed, and he had the poster up on the wall, it was so stupid, The Great Bikini Off-Road Adventure, and I mean, it was like, I've seen that movie!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would have been properly starstruck.
2: Yeah, I would have, oh my god, you directed that? Mm-hmm.
0: Tell me tales of it.
2: Tell me tales of Willie Tall Salt. <laughs> <laughs> How did you? So how did you make the boobs fall off? Was it fishing wire? Or? <laughs> First off,
1: don't say anything about boobs falling off. That sounds horrible.
2: <laughs> I meant the tops fall off. Yeah, that would be horrible. That'd be the great bikini leprosy adventure.
1: <laughs> Not as popular for some reason. <laughs> no,
2: very unpopular. Uh,
0: so okay, should we do uh, quick recommendations? Yeah, very quick recommendations of movies that we've seen that we actually liked. Uh, even though we all kind of liked Hansel and Gretel. But I think we can do better. I
1: think there's definitely better movies than it, Hansel sure. and Gretel.
0: Yeah. Uh what's a movie that you want to recommend?
1: I'm going to recommend another movie starring Peter Stormare, uh The Last Stand, starring an aging Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> uh, directed by... <laughs> The director of I saw the devil. I don't remember his name. And he
2: directed the good, the bad, and the weird too. Yes. I wish that the the movie posters had said an aging Sylvester, an aging Arnold Schwarzenegger.
0: <laughs> That'd be great. Uh,
1: but no, I mean it's they really kind of pitched the movie, and it it did not do well. I believe it was a it was a, a, a financial flop. flop. Um, and I think part of the problem was they really pitched pitched the like Arnold Schwarzenegger and the Johnny Knoxville element, and I think they kind of play both those guys down. Uh. It's it ends up being a pretty good uh, modern day western with a lot of great uh, action and gore effects and the bad guys played by the uh, Spanish actor who played Jacinto in uh, The Devil's Backbone the bad guy in that movie. Oh, so uh, yeah, I I recommend if you're looking for if you're looking for like a good old fashioned action movie, I'd recommend it.
0: Uh, I had the pleasure of seeing recently uh, Lawrence of Arabia on the big screen oh taking a taking a stand here yeah i know <laughs> yeah real controversial uh, stand Lawrence of Arabia equals good but um i had only seen it about 20 years ago on like a vhs copy i think in like a school like social studies class where i liked it but like obviously that's not the way you see Lawrence of Arabia
1: it's not what david lean intended and no. i saw a
0: restored he hated
1: social studies <laughs>
0: i was, I saw a re- restored print of it at uh, BAM here in Brooklyn. I think it was a digital print which I didn't love, but whatever. Uh, yeah, well. and um, it's just a you know it's an amazing Fantasy movie world
1: people problems, you know uh,
0: <laughs> before the, before the intermission, it's kind of an amazing adventure movie. like you see this like it's kind of a, a middle Eastern Western. Uh, and you see the seeds of like adventure movies like Raiders of the Lost Ark. And then after the intermission, it's really a portrait of kind of political disillusionment as uh, Lawrence is unable to kind of uh, uh, give Arabia back to the people the way he wants to. Um, it's, it's a beautiful movie to see on the big screen. Like you can't really appreciate it. Seeing it at home, unfortunately. So I guess I'm recommending. I think you can appreciate it. You it can just isn't it.
1: as full. It isn't yeah. the same experience.
0: But I'm recommending it, unfortunately, experience that not everyone necessarily can have. And that
1: was on their new screen with like the really good sound system. Yeah, yeah the good. one we
0: saw. Only God forgives that.
1: Uh, very similar movies.
0: But also, I I want to say like before I, <laughs> I think saw one is literally a third as long as the other one. <laughs> before I went to see Lawrence of Arabia, uh, I went out to uh, have. Uh, drinks celebrating our mutual friend Kurt's birthday. Uh, so I had so like. So you're promoting, recommending that? No, you know, recommending like birthdays? My, my <laughs> have point, one. My point is like, I ended up uh, having like three or four pints of beer before seeing this three hour and 40 minute long movie. And I think it's to the movie's credit you're saying that mean. I neither fell asleep nor had to pee at any point other than the intermission. What you're
2: saying is you wet yourself and you didn't realize it until the movie was over. Yes. I soiled myself. But it was worth it for David Lean's vision. Yeah.
0: Elliot, what do you have to recommend?
2: I think... uh, Well, I wanted to recommend, like, a fantasy adventure movie that was better than Hansel Gretel, but we talked... There is none. There is none. It's (laughs) the tops. We talked about Army of Darkness earlier, but I think instead I'll recommend a comedy action movie uh, that I liked a lot more, and that would be Shoot'em Up with Clive Owen and Monica Bellucci and Paul Giamatti, a movie that felt really fresh to me when it came out because it was... Maybe the goofiest action movie I remember seeing. It's basically like if Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd were in an action movie. In a lot of
1: ways, it was. I think it was during a time where a lot of action movies were being grim dark, or being
2: super grim and serious. Yeah, and now action movies are all kind of tongue in cheek, and this one manages to be goofy and and parodizing action movie stuff without being so tongue in cheek that it becomes irritating. And they really took advantage of the concept of a man who can do anything with guns, uh, and I enjoy it a lot. It's a live-action cartoon, you know. A,
1: a, a clive action cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a live-action cartoon. How would Clive Owen describe it? Uh, I don't, I don't, what are you trying to like? Make, if he if he were here right him, now, what, 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 what do you think he would say? But, but I don't know what you. Hello, hello it's, <laughs> hello, it's me.
2: Hello, it's Clive Owen. <laughs> so, so that's how he would describe the movie is just saying yeah, oh, yeah,
0: hello, it's, it's, it's me. Nice <laughs> <laughs> he, he, would, he would greet us and then Look, announce who I he was. Look, I
1: cannot control what happens when the spirit enters <laughs> me. When, when you I channel guess. the essence of Clive
0: <laughs> Owen. So three recommendations totally equal in stature. The Last Stand, Shoot'em Up, and Lawrence of Arabia. Very similar. Jeez,
2: sorry, Mr. <laughs> Mister Pretentious Pants. <laughs> that we didn't all recommend David Lean movies.
0: Uh, Fine, I'll recommend Brief
2: Encounter again. There you go, done. Mortal Kombat.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this Happy Breed. <laughs> Sure. Um, so, guys, it's been fun.
2: Cannibal women in the avocado jungle of death. <laughs> uh, it has been
0: fun.
1: Yeah, so we just wrap this up and put in the movie? Or what's yeah, the... we wrap
0: it up and we uh, take an adventure. We take an, an off-road, off-road adventure.
1: adventure. A bikini off-road adventure.
2: Nay, a great bikini <laughs>
0: off-road adventure. <laughs>
2: I wish, hey
1: guys, I've been Stuart Wellington. I wish,
2: I wish this could have been reviewed in theaters, so that some snooty (laughs) reviewer could have said, "Great bikini off-road adventure." It is hardly a passable bikini off-road adventure.
0: (laughs) Uh, Stuart Wellington (laughs) has already said his name, so I will say that I am Dan McCoy,
2: and I think I'm Elliot Kalen. Probably.
1: Good night, everyone. I mean, I look like him. Yeah. So bikinis. You sound like him
3: irritating <laughs> hey wait a
1: minute Smith, who from his comic books i'm i'm assuming is the most masculine dude in the world
2: <laughs> He's kind of a teddy bear i don't know you read rassel yeah
1: yeah, yeah. that's a oddly shaped human being <laughs> you
2: got some
0: nude ladies in there and with uh, their
2: enormous heads and tiny bodies yep he's still basically a cartoonist at heart
0: yeah it's like Walt Kelly drawing naked ladies
2: I'm sure Walt <laughs> Kelly at some point drew a naked lady oh sure yeah exactly having Jacked sex it with to a possum <laughs>
1: sure <laughs> he's gotta pay the bills somehow
0: yeah
1: it, it was part of, his, part of his underground
0: book <laughs> I do pogo that's right <laughs> He drew it. He drew it at, at Comic Con. There was someone who demanded that. <laughs> the, uh, my sketchbook theme is uh, uh, having sex with a busty lady. Sure, whatever. My
2: sketchbook is your most popular character having sex with a busty lady. Okay. Wow,
3: really? All these people
2: did so these?
0: All, it's all Frank
1: Cho stuff. Weird. <laughs>